Hello, my praying people, and welcome to this week's uh, podcast, the Prayer Clinic Podcast, where I'm going to ramble a bit on the subject of peace. I have so enjoyed participating in an Advent devotion this this year, and I encourage you, it's not too late to get started in yours, uh, and to put your hearts at ease. I actually found my wreaths, candles, and I'm going to post on my social media a picture of that wreath, and make Maybe tonight we'll even circle around the table and um, light those candles like we want to. So, um, like we ought to is what I mean to say. But anyway, I hope you enjoy my waxing eloquent on the subject of peace. Hello, my praying people. I hope that you're enjoying this holiday season. There's something so special about the week's the days, the hours, the minutes that um, nestle between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Most years, that season is full of hustle and bustle and busy and go here and do this and do that. And to be quite honest, many years I have been so busy keeping up with the calendar and you know making sure that things are ready for the next thing that I miss just living in the moment. And one of the most wonderful things about living with children in your life is that children, they know how to live in the moment. They're rarely ever living um, affected in a negative way about yesterday. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, children that have had huge, terrible things happen in their lives are affected, but for the most part, kids that um, are just ordinary kids living their ordinary lives don't allow whatever their disappointments were yesterday to affect today. And even more so, they don't allow what's coming tomorrow or five years from now or 10 years from now or worrying about what they're going to be when they grow up or anything like that. They don't let that affect their today. For the most part, children live life in the moment. And isn't that when life happens anyway? I mean, isn't all the rest of it just imagination? Either it's our memories of what's happened before and the way we choose to allow those memories to affect us, or it's our anxiety related to what might happen tomorrow or what may be bound to happen tomorrow or or whatever that robs us of living right now in the moment. And this year, during the holidays, because I have my granddaughters, 8 and 11, living in my home, I really have decided to become a student of them and just to enjoy, like, the everyday. We just got back this weekend from going up to the mountains to get our Christmas tree, which is a family tradition. We usually go get our Christmas tree at um, Thanksgiving, but this year, uh, Thanksgiving, we stayed home because of work schedules and... um, instead took off this past weekend and went up to the mountains just for the purpose of getting the tree. And we just had a blast. It was so much fun. We literally were there only from Friday until Monday. The funnest thing for the children was that they were getting to miss school on Monday, and there was something just magical about um, even being in the car all day on a rainy ride home, knowing that you weren't where you were supposed to be. (laughs) And I kind of, I enjoyed they are enjoying that. 
on our way home. And of course, our word for this week is peace. Our Advent word for last week was hope. And this week, our word is peace. And so um, when I was doing my quiet time in front of the buck stove in our little cabin in the mountains, River, my eight-year-old granddaughter, came downstairs because she always gets up early like I do. And she always gets up early hungry, also like I do. But she came downstairs and I said, River, our word for this week is peace. And um, so what would you say peace is? And she goes, huh? She goes, well, it's not war. And I thought, yeah, sometimes we can define words better by what they're not than by what they are. So peace is the absence of war, but it's also the absence of conflict and the absence of unrest, the absence of instability. So if peace is the absence of those things, what is it? Well, peace must be the presence of harmony. Peace is the presence of cooperation. But more than cooperation, it's the presence of um, contentment and um, energy, positive energy to use, I guess, a, a term that's popular in our world today, but positive energy that comes from uh, a deeply rooted understanding that uh, a power beyond myself has got it all under control. So peace is literally the presence of God. There's something so beautiful about our faith and that we, we trust a God who is good. We trust a God who loves us, a God who um, is looking out for our very best, a God who has extended um, his own son to come and live among us and show us what he's like, to then give his own life up for us so that we can have a personal, intimate relationship with him. And in fact, this week in the Advent, if you're doing an Advent devotional, no doubt the devotional is going to take you to the passage in Isaiah where the prophet Isaiah said when he comes, he's going to be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And so Jesus, one of his names is the Prince of Peace. He came to earth to show us what peace looks like. Jesus came to bring us peace. And during the week of Advent, or the month of Advent, we also are standing in between this place of not only looking back at what has already been done in the great scheme of things, that Jesus has come, but that he's coming again. And when he comes again, he's going to come with a flaming sword. And even that flaming sword that he brings when he comes again is... Um, what also executes, ushers in, and solidifies peace. This morning when we were circled up praying with our church staff, as we do every Tuesday morning at 9.30, our, um, one of our pastors said, um, a after our prayer time was over, he had shared several really powerful things in the circle, and he said, I, I was thinking this, I didn't want to share again, you know, just because I'd shared so much, and I was like, no way, don't hold back, because it's all so good. 
And what he shared with me was that um, he was thinking as we were praying that peace is sometimes only um, made real by war, that war brings peace. Sometimes we have to fight to establish peace. And then he went on to say what's so great about our lives today when we have literally the acceptance of the Prince of Peace in our hearts is that the war is still being fought, that angels and demons are, are battling to unsettle us. The demons are battling to unsettle us, to, to disturb our peace, to steal our peace from us. But the angels go to battle on our behalf to continue to stand steadfast between us and our enemy so that our peace can be secure, so that our peace can be um, rock solid, and so that our peace can prevail in every area of our lives. And so he was talking about how cool it is that we literally can live in peace because we have God on our side and he and all of heaven's angels, all of heaven's armies are diligently battling to keep the Satan and his enemies at bay and to allow us to continue to live in the peace that has been given to us. I thought that was a beautiful thought and a wonderful um, observation as we're pondering what peace really is. I've also been thinking um, how at Christmas time so much of our peace um, tends to be challenged because we're there's something about the holidays that while it reminds us of so many good things, the holidays can also seem to shout um, at and expose the places in our lives that are not good because we, um, we remember a time when it was and now if it's a time that it wasn't. For instance, my friend who just lost her husband, the holidays are especially challenging to her because she's living her first season of Christmas where she has so many memories um, wrapped up in the beauty of her marriage and this year that marriage is gone like she doesn't have that marriage and so she doesn't get to have that um, peace that's wrapped up in it and do you know what I just did as I'm recording this podcast on my phone I literally just passed my exit that's only like two miles from my home and so now I'm going to wax eloquent to you a little longer (laughs) while I have to make my turnaround on the road but I was just saying that to say that if you've got things going on in your life that are not wonderful then um, the holidays seem to exaggerate that or to make the not wonderful stuff connected with that even louder and so if that's where you are this holiday season I just want to speak peace over you I want to um, remind you that you are um, a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and that his kingdom is a kingdom of peace and listen to what he says about what you're going through. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. And he's even acknowledged that your trouble's going to be hard. But he says, in me, you may have peace. And so if you choose to nestle yourself in Jesus, then no matter what trouble you're facing, 
somehow, some way, supernaturally, his peace can seep into the creeks and the crevices that are in your life and in your world, and they can bathe you down, just immerse you, just submerge you in a peace that surpasses all understanding. I guess peace is something that's very precious to me because I have several verses in my heart that um, I've committed there. And I say they're in my heart rather than in my mind because the words might not come out exactly right. And I may not know the exact reference, but the meaning that's being portrayed by these verses (laughs) has totally settled and they bathe my heart. They're like Epsom salts to to my weary heart. And in fact, yesterday afternoon, when I, I am going to share those verses in just a minute, I need to chase this one little rabbit. Yesterday afternoon, when I was driving home from the mountains, and to, to say that I was driving, there were one, two, three, four, five, three adults and two children in a truck. And the back seat does not have a whole lot of leg room. And so I volunteered to drive because I figured out on the way to the mountains that the best seat in the vehicle is the driver's seat that all the other seats are a little bit uncomfortable. So don't think it was great that I was driving. I did it because I got the best seat in the house. But as it turned out, it was kind of a a weary and a hard way home because it's about a five and a half hour drive anyway. And on yesterday's drive, it was foggy and rainy the whole entire time with many opportunities for traffic to get backed up. So it was a long way home yesterday. And I forgot why I was telling you it was a long way home. I told you I was going to get back to it. But I am remembering. Oh, I tell you why. is because last night when I got home, I decided to just soak in my bathtub. And when I got in my bathtub, I poured it full of Epsom salts because that just, they suck out all of that, um, that anxiety and that stress and that tightness. And you just relax when you, when you step into a warm bath and I like mine warm enough to like turn my skin a little bit red (laughs) and you just immerse yourself, especially if you have like a pleasant smell to it and just allow the water itself to, to, um, wash you over. Uh, that is peace. That's that's what my body got last night when I put it in the bath. And I actually, my mind got some peace too, because I chose to listen to a message that one of my friends, a fellow pastor's wife in our, in our town, her name is also Leanne. And she delivered a powerful message at her church back in November on the war on the family. And, um, I just sat, I was just soaked in my bathtub and let her words um, permeate my mind. And by the time I got out of that bath, peace was just holding me secure. And the reason I share that with you is nothing in my external circumstances changed at all. All of this work of peace that was done was done in spite of anybody or anything else going on outside of me. And that's what I want you to understand and to know that God is offering you peace that can um, be totally productive in you to do its work in you regardless of what's going on around you. And here's the verses I said I would get back to. One is the Philippians verse that says, um, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
let your requests be made known to God. And here comes the good one. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. That's a powerful promise and one that you can put to work in your life. And then another verse that I really, really love from good old Isaiah, who I've been camping out with quite a bit during this Advent devotional season. But in chapter 26, verse 3, I believe it is, he says, um, we can be steadfast when we anchor ourselves, when we place ourselves in the Lord, that those who do that, who trust in him, they will remain steadfast. And so the way that I see that verse um, operating is kind of like those storm chasers that get up there and they make their way. I don't know who, who on earth would want to do this. And I cannot imagine being a passenger in their vehicle, their plane. But they go into the hurricanes and they find themselves in the eye of the storm. And in the eye of the storm, everything is totally calm and totally at peace. And as long as they stay in that eye, they can be carried along by the storm without ever being affected by it. He keeps in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in him. That's the way it's quoted. He keeps her in perfect peace because her mind is steadfast as she trusts in him. My friends, Jesus is offering us peace. He has come into this world and he's delivered to us everything we need to have peace with God. And it's up to us whether we're going to experience his peace or not. He promises that his peace can permeate anything that could come against us, that absolutely nothing can separate us from him. Go take a look at the end of Romans chapter 8. And he, he tells us that his peace can um, anchor us steady no matter what storms we're going through. And I would imagine that many of you can give testimony to this very truth. That you have been in places that should have toppled you upside down and inside out. And maybe in some of those places, for a little blip on the screen of time, you might have gotten unsettled. And maybe at times you might have found your wit's end and come unglued. But Jesus has glued you back together. He has right-sided your capsized boat. And he is in the boat with you now. And in this place, he wants you to keep your eyes fixed on him. And when your eyes are fixed on him, then you begin to see in those eyes, in those beautiful eyes of your Savior, that he has everything you need to be able to walk in perfect peace through all of what you're facing right now. Because you find in him that even though the storm is waging, his promises will prevail. No matter who, no matter what, no matter how much the um, forces coming against you are saying that it's impossible, you just go ahead and say out loud as you're looking in his eyes, nothing is impossible with God. With God, 
all things are possible. My friend, Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I'm not a singer, but those are the words and the, the sound that's ringing in my soul. Lord, we thank you that you are a good God. We thank you that you paved the path for us to walk in perfect peace. God, we thank you that when we trust not in our own understanding, but acknowledge you in all our ways, you'll make that path straight. Lord, we thank you that you'll keep us steadfast when we trust in you, because you are the one who can hold us firm. And Father, for those that are facing insurmountable challenges, I ask that you would especially bathe them in the peace that only you can give. Father, if there are any, by chance, listening to this podcast who um, have rejected the peace that you offer and have chosen to look for it in other places... And now they've come back to this and they wonder, will it really work for me? Father, I pray that for them, you will really work for them. That you will, by the power of your spirit, flood them with the peace that only you can provide. And Lord, that for those that are lacking a sense of your um, goodness and your grace and your consistency and your faithfulness and the fact that you've got this, Lord, I pray that your peace would just just permeate every little crevice in their doubt and wipe out the doubt. That where your peace flows, the doubt just just vapor evaporates. Oh God, I thank you so much that you are a God of peace, a God of perfect peace, a God that we can rely on. And so, Lord, we give you what we're anxious about right now. Just go ahead and give God whatever it is that creates anxiety in your heart and in your mind. Whatever it is that you're preoccupied with. Whatever it is that causes you not to be able to sleep. Whatever it is that um, makes your heart race and makes you um, snap at your kids. Whatever it is. Let's give it to him right now. Lord, these things we give to you, and we trust you to um, manage them much better than we ever could. And Father, we also trust you to um, deliver good on the promises that you've made to us. 
Father, I pray that you would point some of my listeners to promises that they may not even be aware of that are theirs to have. And God, the promises that we are claiming, Lord, we look forward to the day that we can rejoice. And Lord, we want our testimony to be, I never doubted him for a moment. (laughs) Forgive us because our testimonies have a hard time being that. But Lord, we thank you that when we invite you to bring peace, we can be certain that you've brought it because that is who you are. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Prayer Clinic Podcast. Don't forget that we're going to be changing the name of the Prayer Clinic Podcast in the new year. This is going to be called the Teach Me to Pray or, you know what, <laughs> I keep trying to tell you that what that we're going to change the name. I think we're going to change it to Teach My Heart to Pray, the Teach My Heart to Pray Podcast. So um, prayer is still our theme. Teach My Heart to Pray will um, cover all kinds of subjects. We'll also continue to have guests on the podcast like we've done in the past, and we're going to have a great future with this. But if you know of people that would be encouraged by this message about peace, and um, it would just be a really great way to share peace during this holiday season is just to quickly shoot a link to the podcast to your friend or um, your family member, whoever it is that you'd like to share this message with. I'm personally contemplating whether or not to send Christmas cards this year. I love to get Christmas cards. I, um, I love the tradition of Christmas cards. My, my problem is that we usually do picture cards and um, I don't really have a good picture this year. And my life's a little so crazy that um, my, my pictures don't have the people in them that I want to have in them. And I don't, I don't really know how to, how to say Merry Christmas with a picture. So I may send like just the old traditional cards. I have pictures of beautiful churches in the snow, you know, something like that. But um, I said all that to say maybe a better, a better thing than a Christmas card this year might be to share links to this podcast that have these messages of hope and peace and next week joy and, and all the things connected with the good things that God has done for us and the good things he's yet to do. So maybe, maybe send a podcast Christmas card rather than a Christmas card Christmas card. That might be an idea. And of course, it could go through text instead of through the mail and think about all the money you could save that way. Anyway, be blessed, my praying people, and I hope that you will experience peace and find those little moments of peace that are yours to be found during this holiday season.